Hi, my name is Buzzkill Taylor. I'm not excited about anything right now. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> We're here. We're back. You know, oh, man. Oh, I'm smiling. Because when you want to cry, all you can do is smile, Ty. Just like the two guys at uh, the live reunion show with their pretending like their mistakes of the past weren't haunting them. Even though one guy said he doesn't watch the show anymore and the other guy said that he has to laugh to keep from crying. So good job, Jeff, picking out old scabs. <laughs> Hopefully Ty won't pick at my new scabs tonight. I'll try not to. We'll uh we'll talk strictly about the sport that is Survivor and not the sport that is whatever minor league sport the Tampa Bay Lightning were playing tonight. <laughs> Clearly not hockey, but I've only heard from you, so I don't really know. <laughs> not a hockey you podcast. Might, it's it is as we say every week. It's not a hockey podcast. You might notice it's a little looser tonight. One reason for that is because it's like midnight. Thank you, Survivor, and thank you, me and Ty, not living in California like all these other cool people. The other reason is that uh, because it's so late, a little less editing than usual on this one. So it is truly a live show. Live reunion. You and me, back together. <laughs> it's been a week. Not our... Not our final time. We will say that. This is our immediate thoughts. Yeah, I should... a more full uh, podcast. Yeah, we'll be back with uh, high-quality, full analysis post-mortem in a little while. Hopefully next week. But right now, we're going to give our live reaction to everything that just happened. I'm Taylor Gaines, as I forgot to say last week, and I've (laughs) forgotten many times. And with me... He has diarrhea of the mouth, and Sia just gave him $10,000. It's Tyler B. Commons. Oh, you took one of my favorite lines from the season. But, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to talk about, as Jeff Probe said in the opening line, Ghost Island, a big, and some would say corny idea. Mm, Some would say. I read the same interview today. Yeah. Well, t- we can talk about that interview later, um, Jeff oh, and no, Mark. I, I was sorry, I wasn't reading an interview. That's what he said to open the show tonight. He oh wow, it, I like, didn't hear that in the live reunion thing. <laughs> oh, in the live reunion, yes. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, I like, thought you were referring to there was a big Entertainment Weekly interview this week that uh, Jeff and Mark Burnett did talking about the past and present and future of the show and the things that they can pull off now and couldn't before and. All that stuff, you know, that's the type of conversation that would normally be cut from our final (laughs) podcast. So enjoy that. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, we'll get into everything today. We're going to talk about the winner. We're going to talk about the losers. We're going to talk about even more losers. We're going to talk about the smart people. We're going to talk about the idiots. We're going to talk about whether this season was any good and whether it was saved by the ending. But first, (laughs) Ty, I understand you have a uh, pedestal you'd like to stand on to just kind of yell at the townspeople i just want to say after two or three very rough fantasy survivor seasons we cut that segment i don't think you all enjoyed it because it was just taylor kicking my butt but this season oh this season the tides turned and i predicted the winner 
before the game even started. Day one. What's up? I'm going to say I wouldn't have stuck with him at the beginning of this episode, but you know what? (laughs) (laughs) The crazy ending we had, I can say I predicted the winner from the beginning. Yeah, I was... just a wonderful feeling. uh, (laughs) I was convinced from our conversation with Libby last week, Libby Vincek, one of the jury members, that Dom was going to win because she talked a lot about how he impressed people and had relationships with everyone and played everyone. And she kind of described Wendell as being closed off to people who he wasn't working with. And Mm. maybe I guess she must've been speaking from just her perspective, but I really thought like, Oh man, maybe Dom really did make much more of an impression and he's going to win. And (laughs) I mean, let's get into it. I'm happy for you to be able to gloat. I want to get into how this broke down because we basically had a whole season of Wendell and Dom dominating and it made for a lot of unentertaining stuff post Chris v. Dom, but Mm -hmm. it led to this euphoric climactic moment where we get the first tie vote in Survivor history and Laurel, the person who rode with them the entire way, had to make the decision. What did you think? Was this the ending we deserved? Was it the ending we needed? Was it worth it? This, uh, gosh, this was such a... First of all, I really enjoyed these three hours. Um, It was entertaining. I was yelling at the TV, specifically at Angela. But leaving it up to Laurel, I knew who was going to win. So that was a bummer. But if it comes down to the one move that made you win, it was Wendell made a relationship that Dom didn't make. Dom made relationships with every other person, but Wendell just happened to make the one relationship that he needed, and that sent him over top. And in a way, you say that's the biggest move of the entire season. It wasn't the flashiest. It wasn't the showiest. And Laurel... Laurel said she didn't want to make any flashy, showy moves because that wouldn't make her get to final three. Yeah, congrats. Congrats on third place, Laurel, as I said multiple times (laughs) during this episode. God, we can save her for a minute. Yeah, so I do think, I think Wendell was a deserving winner. I still, because I didn't get to see everything that happened out there, I think Dom was more deserving but I'm not upset about Wendell winning. Wendell played his game. He came out and he tried to make camp comfortable. He tried to be a mastermind. Um, quoting him, I tried to be a lover. Um, he did, His argument was based around he knew he wasn't the best socially. He knew he wasn't the best athletically. He knew he wasn't the best strategically. But he made this amalgamation. He was him. He was him out there and he was being... He wasn't trying to not be somebody that he wasn't. Yeah, this was one of the more 50-50 partnerships that we've seen on the show, Mm -hmm. and it's truly fine if either of them won. I personally probably would have given a little bit of an edge to Dom, and I think the most uh, crucial sign that that might be the way it should have gone is the way the votes broke down, because... Mm -hmm. Just listen to this group. Tell me if you notice something about these two groups of people. Chris, Libby, Desi, Jenna, and Michael voted for Dom. Okay? 
who's here's who voted for wendell chelsea kellen angela sebastian and donathan <laughs> it couldn't have divided more perfectly between the five people who i actually thought had uh, with the exception of maybe jenna she didn't get a lot of interesting time but like Chris, Libby, Desi, and Michael, all strong players with a lot of power and, and, you know, strategy. And then Chelsea, Angela, Sebastian, Donathan, and Kellen. Like, (laughs) part of me wants to be like, okay, let's just invalidate a few of those. Like, seriously, at tribal, final tribal, Sebastian was sitting there like, your move hurt, your move hurt me. You faking me out. And Dom is like, yeah, but I I had to or else you wouldn't have changed, right? And he was like, well, yeah. And he was like, well, then you understand it's a movie. He's like, yeah, but it hurt. <laughs> like, this, oh, this my God. This is the same God. conversation where Sebastian actually finally admitted and said to the camera, I didn't even have a strategy, bro. Like, he was out there and had no clue what was happening around him. Oh, um, God. Yeah. No, I didn't see the breakdown of the 5-5 five, five and who voted for who. Um, because I had to rush away and not find out that breakdown. But that, I mean, that's clearly it. clearly it. You have the gamers and you have the people that were out there to socialize ahead of the game. And the ones that wanted to socialize voted for Wendell. You look at that. It wasn't his strategy that won him. It was the relationship. It was the relationship he had with Laurel. Dominic definitely played a better game in my head hopefully in the heads of a lot of other people that watch this season, but I don't, I don't think that's necessarily bad that he won off of emotion. That just shows that two different types of players can win the game. They yeah, knew and they I think had to get rid of, part of part of the other side too is that it's kind of cool to see someone who was on, in the quieter part of the partnership pull it out because the flashier guy it's easier to win when you're like a Tony or a Russell. I mean, Russell, I guess, didn't win. But I don't know. You mm-hmm. could argue that, too, that he took the heat and the guy under him won. But in reality, there are tons of ways to break this down. And it was just a 50-50 split, you know? <laughs> like, it's like when there's a buzzer beater at the end of a basketball game in game seven or something. Mm-hmm. And... Every narrative afterward is like, well, uh, so-and-so fell apart and they blew it and they're not truly clutch and they're not one of the greats because they didn't win the final or whatever it is. But really, it was like one buzzer beater at the end of the game. Like, that happens. And it came down to this crazy 5-5 split and Laurel voted for Wendell. And I was all ready to, like, tweet out, You've seen the Childish Gambino, This is America thing, right? This is America. Don't, don't catch me slipping up. Ba-na-na-na. I was, I was all ready to... You've seen the video and everything? I yeah. was going to post a picture of Dom winning with Wendell and Laurel next to him and be like, this is America. But <laughs> instead we got the opposite. We got Laurel voting for Wendell to win, which I guess in Survivor's grand picture of the last few seasons of social statements and stuff was kind of a powerful little thing to pull off. So that's a huge takeaway from a really small microcosm of people. But, you know, just something I was thinking about. No thoughts on that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Will I edit out that long silence? 
Probably. But, oh, man. So, <sighs> Laurel was the one who made the final decision. We've spent a lot of the season talking about Laurel and her lack of ability to make a move. And it sucked. But, you know, it was... I don't even know what to say, man. Like, it was funny to have to watch her struggle for a brief second. Like, you deserve this. Like, you stuck with these two guys knowing you weren't going to win, and now you have to pick one of them, so ha. But also, Mm -hmm. there was sort of never any question, given what they've shown us, I think. They showed us that relationship a little bit more. But I just am so annoyed by this play-to-win third strategy. Like... We've talked about this before, but you get so many chances, only so many chances to be on Survivor. You got to play to win. Like, you can't be thinking, oh, third place. I just want to make it to the final three. Because her whole mindset was clearly just, I don't feel safe with these other people, but I want to make it to the final three. That's I just want to get there. And she gets there, and then, what? Did she really think the votes were going to somehow split and she would benefit from that? It doesn't make any sense. And Mm. she was rightly called out for it at Final Tribal. Yeah. She tried to say that not making a big move was her big move. She's trying to make it sound like getting rid of Wendell earlier or getting rid of Dom earlier wouldn't have helped her in the long run, but that doesn't make sense because she would have flipped to a new alliance, and I don't think she would have had to look back. You know, I we're gonna get to it, and we're gonna talk to we're gonna talk about Angela's actions, but there was so many opportunities for Dom and Wendell to be cut out that people just let slip by, and you saw Donathan getting mad about it. You saw. Angela getting mad about it. You saw Sebastian maybe getting mad if he knew what was happening. I don't know if he did. And Laurel was just kind of the goat, not the greatest of all time, but the one that's like, okay, I'm just going to stick with these two. I'm going to get to final three. I'm going to hope for a weird 3-3-4 split that comes out on her side, which I don't know what other relationship she had out there besides Donathan and I don't even know if she knew anybody else besides Donathan and Wendell. And Donathan didn't even end up giving her his vote. So, like, what was she banking on? I don't I don't know what she thought she had. It was almost as bad as Troy Zan a few seasons ago, just well, kind of putting his hands up and saying, look, I, I realize I'm not winning. I'm just here. At least he realized it, you know? Like, yeah. she kept, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what's worse, honestly. Those are both <laughs> bad situations. But, yeah, I mean, she tried to call out, like, she literally said at one point, I don't think they carried me to the end. And I had, like, laughed out loud. Like, Mm. what are you talking about? And then she's talking about making these good, smart moves. And Michael's like, throwing Desi in front of the bus is not a smart move. It's just self-preservation. Like, and he knows better than anybody else, the king of (laughs) self-preservation. But... It's just frustrating. I, she said, oh, you know, if Wendell and Dom go out, I have no options. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. You didn't make any other good alliances. Like, you can't just... You can't justify this and know that they're the two best players and expect to win, you know? Yeah, it didn't... 
I, I have to keep reiterating it. It doesn't make sense that she thought there was any scenario where she could win. Unless there's just so much not shown. But even when they're walking around Ghost Island, the final visit to Ghost Island, and Dom is saying, look, you're going to have to fight your way in or Ange is going to have to fight her way in because I have to put Wendell up for grabs. I don't... Basically, Dom was looking... He looked directly at Laurel and he looked directly at Angela and said, look, neither of you are winning... I just need you to knock Wendell out. That's it. Okay. He li- let's <sighs> let's go all the way out on the limb. Okay. Did you give any thought to Dom giving up the immunity idol and going into the fire making challenge himself? Did you give any thought to that being a good move, a, a strong strat- strategical decision at the end there? That was one of those things that I wanted it to happen because that would be the best, most poetic way to solidify your spot at number one. If he goes against Wendell and wins that... Oh, no doubt. He's the winner probably of that getting wins. all ten votes. Yeah, the winner of that wins. But if you're playing a percentages game, which ended up backfiring anyways, you don't go against, against Wendell. You take your seat in Final Tribal because you think you've played such a strong game and you think you've played it well enough that the higher chance is you don't have Wendell there. That's the highest chance for him winning. So you can't you can't give up your guaranteed seat. You can't Well, it's the same with Laurel then. That. You know, it's that's the story of this episode is people who weren't willing to risk their final tribal seat in order to win. Because there's Laurel, that's been the story of the season and Dom if he had been able to risk it he would have won. I mean, obviously, that's, like you said, a much lower percentage chance. And I don't think I fault him because he was one vote away. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad to think that the entire season did wind up hinging on Kellen's gut. <laughs> like, after all the talk of that, if she had voted Dom, I mean, you could pick any of these four or five people, but uh, she was pretty vocal and Sebastian's an idiot, so I didn't expect him to do the right thing. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's just crazy. I, I, it's it's such a, a wild ending. I'm not even sure how to process. Uh, I want to hear the way that these votes were decided upon. I think Libby probably explained to us last week why she voted for Dom, and I imagine she agrees with Michael and Chris given the conversation and tribal. God, it just bums me looking at this list, seeing the smart people vote for Dom and the dumb people vote for Wendell. But. I've already said enough about that. I think, I do think he's a deserving winner. I think great job keeping Laurel along for the ride. He he did a great job of bringing people in when they felt on the outs. I think Dom, we talked a lot about, did a great job of making people feel heard, um, of letting them know what was going on before voting them out anyway, which maybe is why Sebastian was even more surprised. But yeah, Wendell did a good job of winning rewards, taking people. Uh, keeping people on his side. I don't know. I just, I truly well, feel was, like. Yeah. Well, that was the beauty of him winning that immunity slash reward challenge is he said, I'm taking Sebastian on this because I need him to vote for me in final tribal. When Laurel was back throwing her little hissy fit kind of act in Kellen-esque, Wendell 
made a strategic move and it came out in the edit, but sadly no one really got to see that. And I don't know if he said that in tribal, but he said in a confessional, look, I took Sebastian because at this point I need votes on the jury and this is how I'm going to get it. I'm going to give him a steak dinner and I'm going to talk to him. So you can, you you can't argue that he's not out there making moves and playing, but like you said, it was a subtle game. It wasn't the in-your-face kind of Dominic Godfather type way that he was compared to by some of the jury members. So, what was your reaction when they when when Jeff started reading the votes in Fiji? Oh, I literally wrote down. Where did I write it? I gotta find my notes. I said, "What the hell is happening? He never reads these." oh my gosh, I don't understand. (laughs) So I was sitting there and then the person I was watching with, Aaron, whose voice sadly didn't get to go up the week Taylor was MIA because of Corrupted Files. um, Mm, Yes, Corrupted. He was like, oh, I know exactly what's happening. And I was like, what's happening? He's like, just watch. Oh, he didn't say anything? Just watch. See, I ruined it. I instantly was like, it's a tie. It's a tie. (laughs) I got on my horse and started riding around the streets. But then my mom, she told me to point this out. I was watching the finale with my parents. Um, she insisted that I mention this. She instantly was like, Laurel's going to decide. Laurel's going to be the one who decides. Wendell wins. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was a very exciting moment, but then was kind of back to the predictability of the rest of the season very quickly. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was a crazy thing. I, I've obviously never seen that before. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was fun. I think for someone who doesn't generally ride the emotional roller coaster of TV shows, I wrote it hard this episode, and it was a lot of fun seeing that. I felt the anger when they went back to Ghost Island and Dom had to pick an urn, just pointing out the uselessness of the season. Uh, Yeah, I I saw Jeff in in an interview last week. He said, just wait, there's one more Ghost Island surprise coming. It's going to be a big one. (laughs) <laughs> and boy was I disappointed. I guess you can't be disappointed unless you get your hopes up, but God, Ghost Island was terrible. We can we can save that for our post mortem talk once we get a chance to digest all this, but yeah, that was stupid. It was like it was like pick an urn. Who cares? We wasted <laughs> a lot of time on that. I mean honestly though, uh, I don't know. This whole episode was like kind of just a build up to the big showdown just little subtle jabs and punches just getting ready for the Wendell versus Dom show and I'm proud to say that I don't have to eat my hand live on this podcast because as I pointed out on Twitter this was a two horse race I posted a poll about it and you responded and said other (laughs) and I said I would eat my hand if I was wrong so thank you Dom and Wendell and obvious survivor editors all right, can we can we talk a little bit about what Angela did this game? Particularly in the very first tribal council, the moments leading up to that. Can we get to her a little bit? You're talking about the v- first tribal council in this episode? Yes. The yeah, first um, tribal council where that was... That was actually the moment where I thought Dom was going to win, and... I thought, wow, he's so in control of everyone that even Angela's just coming up to him and telling him what's happening for some reason. And also, like, (laughs) 
I don't know if this is what you wanted to say, but the way that she gave it away was like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like when you're talking to somebody and you say too much and then you're like, oh my God, in your head, you're like, stop. But then your mouth is like, I'll keep going. Like she literally was just like, well, I guess I'll just tell you this then too. And that's when we got our diarrhea of the mouth quote, which I know we both loved. So I, (laughs) yes, I don't know, man. It, It was just so frustrating watching these people not be able to hang with these two at all yeah that was that was probably the moment that i was the most angry watching this episode because angela sebastian donathan four votes between them all they have to do is say look we're gonna blindside wendell then we're gonna move forward And for some reason, Angela decides to open her big, stupid mouth. I don't... (laughs) Can you imagine a situation? I was sitting there trying to think, and I'm like, there's no situation where this is beneficial for her. There's none. Because whether it's her sitting in final, or Laurel sitting in final, or Donathan sitting in final, you can't beat both of them. If you can orchestrate getting one of them out, you might have a shot with the jury. Or as we've called them, the smart people. The people that played the game for the outwit, outplay, outlast, not the out-become-friends portion of the game. You have to get rid of one of those two, and I don't know why no one else saw that. Yeah, I guess I'm interested to see what people say now that it's over. Obviously, I watched most of the reunion show. We didn't hear from anyone outside of the top three and, like, Michael and maybe a little Chris, Mm -hmm. as is the norm in the recent reunion shows, but... I I don't know. We'll have to get Libby back on. We'll have to talk to some other people to see what the dynamics were because I don't know like what it says about the show and the Ponderosa format that there's never been a tie like this. I think typically just inferring like they must sit there and talk about everything and all the talk of it makes it obvious from seeing other people's perspectives who the better player was and yet they couldn't reach that so it's going to be a fascinating little postseason here and obviously it's a longer break in between spring and fall season than fall and spring so we'll try to uh learn everything we can and uh try to understand this like wild wild survivor thing i mean just nothing like it. it and it needed something like this something that wasn't forced by the producers something well as far as we know i guess something <laughs> that was not like a social disaster like real gameplay stuff that just kind of happened i think it it needed an ending like that to salvage a pretty boring like <laughs> fail of a theme you know so i mm-hmm. i'm i'm good with it i'm good with it you're good. You're feeling calm and level and still super pissed about the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> I really was looking forward to the whole Stanley Cup thing. Yeah. You know? Well, someone did get to raise the cup in the form of the check. So how did you feel? I'm asking a question. What is this? You should do more of that, you know? That way I can just kind of 
Well, I was <laughs> I was going to say that way I can sit back, you can host the show, I won't have to do anything. But then I realized that I guess questions are usually met with answers. Oh man, the things that happen at midnight. What oof. What happens recording. What happens in the recording studio stays in the recording studio. Just like Las Vegas who is in the Stanley Cup Finals somehow, even though it's their first season and they're an expansion team and I don't know what that says about the rest of the GMs in the league that they somehow allowed an expansion team to make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final in their first season. And, like, all these survivors who somehow let the freaking best two players walk to the end. Like, why does no one try? Why did the Lightning not try? What were they doing? Were they just like, are they okay? What's the, do they know, did they know they had a game tonight? Yeah, some people just knuckle under, and they let the big dogs walk all over them. Okay. Sorry. No. So do you think Ugh, this, do too, you think this outcome uh, earned Dom another invitation for another season? No. You don't think so? We got it. We got the best Dom game we're going to get. He's not going to play any better than that. I think mm-hmm. there are more people I'd like to see have a redo, you know? Like... I'm sure he'd be fine if he came back, but I want to see people come back who had a lot of potential and didn't get the chance to show it for whatever reason. I think there's potential. We have season 40 coming up in the next couple of years in theory, and there's a chance that they could do, they've been around long enough, they could do an all-second-place season or an all-winner season or something just with huge names across the board survivor wise but Mm -hmm. for me i think there are other people i'd be more interested to see again okay interesting does interesting mean you disagree no interesting means i i don't know i would be totally fine seeing him again honestly my immediate thought was his wife is never gonna let him leave the house ever again (laughs) after seeing their loved one embrace and hearing her be so angry at him yeah, I don't I mean I don't really have a whole lot more questions because I have a lot of big picture thoughts. I have a lot of uh some micro moments that happened this episode that were great, but mostly I'm looking forward to our discussion on the season as a whole, the theme, the casting, the <sighs> fact that I picked the winner, which I'm probably not going <laughs> to let you live down until next season starts. <laughs> Oh, hopefully never. Hopefully never. Oh, next season, by the way, they did tease this. If you didn't stick around or stay up. I didn't get to. I had to drive. Survivor season 37. Biblical. Its theme is David versus Goliath. Are they bringing David back? Little David? Is he going to fight against Michael? (laughs) It's it's David Wright versus Scott Pollard. They are captains. (laughs) They get to decide which people from previous Survivor seasons they want on their tribe, and they just draft them. No, what do you think that is? What do you think David versus Goliath is? You've watched enough of this show to probably be able to guess. Gosh. Um, they're going to get a bunch of indoorsy, small but big-hearted people to play against Scott Pollard and Kyle Jason and freaking what's his face from last season no two seasons ago they're all new players but you're essentially right it's it's like it's insecure 
nerdy people versus overconfident, annoying people. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to have a hard time deciding who to root for. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I just, I hope that casting did a great job. I hope they did. Not that this yeah, cast was I bad, mean, but all the good players eliminated each other. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. And I think the other thing with that is overconfident people are more fun to watch. Mm. Even if they are all villains, you know? Like, obviously, we had Bradley this season, one of the few highlights. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But, man, for now, we're just trying to process uh, Donald Glover's long-lost brother pulling <laughs> off the victory. Wendell hey. Holland, since day one, Ty. He did it. He made some furniture. Dom tried to tell people it's not all about making furniture, but I guess it is. Yes, it is. We got to see the curse of the orange come to its fullest conclusion when dear I was sweet sure that Angela was gonna, yeah. could not make fire. Dear sweet Angela. Oh, man. Am I half asleep? Maybe. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be wired for a few more, not hours, probably for an hour Minutes. or so. <laughs> nah. I was amped up about this episode. I had a lot of fun. I This... This final episode, like I said, there was a lot of emotion, and I let myself be taken by the anger I had at Angela, the questioning mm. of everything Laurel did, the truth bombs, and then the silent treatment that Donathan had. I I loved the way this ended. While it wasn't necessarily the best strategy, there was definite emotion and definite shade being thrown i loved the bro off between donathan and wendell that was one of the most fun things it was right up there with wendell rapping or wendell trashing chris's rap there was yeah bro bro it was great but uh yeah like this episode i thought it was a great culmination it was a lot of fun um and maybe that's because they got to use more than 36 hours of footage they got to use no it was 36 hours because they did immunity for four straight days or something like that i don't so, know i don't know what saying. i'm saying <laughs> I, f- I felt like they had more footage to work with but it turns out they didn't they just had a lot of emotion boiling down to people wanting to make decisions people not wanting to make decisions people wanting plays not wanting plays the two best guys made final tribal i i there's nothing more to say this episode was great the season well, it had some downs. I think it started on a really high note. It ended on a high note. And that, for me, is why I yeah. still love this show. And I'll get more into that in our big final recap. But this episode, was it was great for me. I loved the way this season ended. I've had the wonderful most experience of my life. <laughs> that was it. It's been fun doing it with you, Ty. We'll be back soon. And, uh, yeah, I... I'm out of words. So, all good right. night to all. Goodbye forever. Forever until, until next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Thanks for oh, listening. We could, could we get sued for saying that? I don't know. We'll find out. That's it. But if you enjoyed this wild and crazy Survivor After Dark episode, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at On the Island Pod or at On the Island Podcast on Instagram or find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 and tell us we're pretty. As our friend Audrey Hill did this week on Facebook. (laughs) She called somebody pretty. (laughs) (sighs) Goodbye.
everyone. Sleep tight. Sign on, folks. Uh, remember, this is America. I'm not good at making these things up as well. <laughs> that is uh, again.